Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Aloe Cadabra. Aloe Cadabra is 95% organic aloe vera. Visit www.alocadabra.com today. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored, no holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. I'm ready for sex with Jaya. Are you? Oh, yes. I'm ready for some heavy sensuality. Hmm. Sounds good. I wonder how many people out there are actually having the sex that they want, the quality and the quantity of sex that they want. I get I letters. The numbers are small. The numbers are small. That's what D Love says. The numbers are in, and he says they're small. I get letters from people all the time about how I am so sexually free and open, and they wish that they could get their partner to be more like me. I just had one actually this last week from a guy saying how open I seem, and I, I get it all the time actually. So, um, and I don't think it's a question really of openness as much as it's a question about couples having the ability to actually effectively dialogue about sex. Like, I always wonder, my first question back is, well, have you talked to your partner about this feeling that you have about their lack of openness? <laughs> so my guest today is Dr. Tammy Nelson, author of Getting the Sex You Want. So listen up, as she's going to offer some advice on how you can get the quality and quantity and type of sexual experiences that you want. And I think especially important in her work is sort of this negotiation around getting the sex that you want, need, and desire. So I'm very excited for that. What do you think of that, D-Love? Um, it's sex advice that everybody needs. Talk to your partner. Yes. We I do think very we're, well we're like part. afraid of communicating or something. You know, all sex tips galore. I remember when I was writing my book and I was working with somebody from an editor and she was saying that, you know, it was so much easier for her just to have her partner go down on her than it was for her to actually look into his eyes. <laughs> and I think it's kind of that that like fear of intimacy that if we actually talk to one another well yeah the fear of being seen right like if you see me then you may not love me right or and, uh, if I say something right now during sex then you might think I'm you know criticizing you and I want you to feel good while you're pleasuring me I want you to keep pleasuring me but if I critique you then you might not want to. Right. You might Yeah, yeah. So, so what's the first step in being able to, like, set a foundation for a solid communication in a relationship? That's exactly what we're going to talk to Dr. Tammy about today. I hope she's got answers. <laughs> I want to take it a little further because I also think that people have no idea what is actually possible when it comes to sexual pleasure and deep intimacy. So not only, you know, like, is it about setting the foundation of good talking, you know, good good dialoguing with one another... But also, what if you've never experienced what's really possible? Then you might not even know what you want. So how do you even know what the sex that you want is? If you, you can't get it if you don't know what you want. Yeah, and I think like the, the ability to talk to somebody else requires first the ability for you to be able to talk to yourself. Right. You know, like muttering on a street corner saying crazy, insane things about the aliens coming. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no, think that's I mean, what love I mean, really the, means. He's being sarcastic. I'm being sarcastic, facetious, silly. The No, the serious deal of being able to actually get inside of yourself and discover what it is you do like, what it is you don't like, um, if you have boundaries, what they are, and, uh, the you know, the deep, scary stuff of, like, maybe there's some... Maybe there's some fear, maybe there's some injury or hurt or some things that uh, being in relationship are definitely a trigger for. Mm -hmm. So for those of you out there who don't know what you want and have to get in touch with yourself, I also say, like, go for experience as well. Like, there's nothing wrong with just saying, this is something that I need to experience. I want to experience the more sex. So I know there's the saying, like, feed somebody a fish and they eat for a day, teach them to fish, and they eat for a lifetime. But but I always think about this. Like, how does a person even know that they want the fish and that it nourishes them, that it's good for them, or that they want to eat it or even fish 
if they've never had the experience of what fish is. Mm. Right. And you have a whole bunch of DVD series to introduce people to, to all sorts of different types of fish. <laughs> yes. Or if you insert the word sex. Yeah. There, you know, that's what I mean. That's what D-Love means. So as you <laughs> listen to today's show, I invite you to really explore what the sex that you really want is. Like, what is that? If you were to answer that question... Do you even know what's possible and what's out there? And I, I continually strive to model what is possible, what is erotically possible in our bodies. And also for you to be open to the possibility that you haven't experienced it yet. Like the sex that you want, maybe you haven't even experienced it yet. Right. So maybe the sex that you want is just an adventure into discovering some other things that might be possible. Right. Yeah. Do you love, I'm going to ask you the question, what do you want? Sexually. Oh. Getting well, the sex that you want. So I'm going to let you think about that question while I give my oral sex tip. All right. Okay. So um, since it's about communication, and I know I've said this before, but I'm going to reiterate it. You know, if you, you're, say you're going down on your girlfriend or your boyfriend, and, you know, you're sitting there thinking, and you're wondering, Are, am I in the right spot? Is my partner really enjoying what I'm doing? I really want to give you a permission to check in. Actually, like, stop what you're doing, speak up, and release all those thoughts that are kind of running through your head because that's just keeping you from really enjoying what you're doing, and enjoying what you're doing helps your partner enjoy what you're doing. So I give you permission to actually say and ask, like, do you want more pressure? Do you want less pressure? Do you want to go to the right? Do you want me to go to the left? Do you want me to go up? Do you want me to go down? A little faster, a little slower? Give options as opposed to asking yes or no questions because usually when you say, like, does this feel good, your partner's going to say yes. Whereas if you give them, like, specific options, they can actually say what's going to feel better than what you're already doing. And then that mm. way you start knowing that you're kind of in the right place. You can also just be really transparent by saying, you know what, I don't know if I'm even doing this right. Can you give me a little guidance? <laughs> it's okay to be, like, transparent and to say, you know, hey, I'm having, like, performance anxiety come up or, hey, um, and, and also on the receiving end, I want you to also give you permission. But before I go there, I want to say, you know, if you're giving oral sex and your mouth is on somebody, it might be a little in, distracting to all of a sudden stop the pleasure and talk with your mouth. But one of the things you can do is get your hands involved. So if you get your hands involved, your hands can kind of take over what your mouth was doing. Then you can check in, ask, and then go back to using your hands. So that's a little tip there if you're, you're going to do a little communication while you're so you don't have to stop the pleasure altogether. But it takes some skill. Gotta get These some people got to practice. Yep. If you are receiving oral sex and you want to get the oral sex that you want, you can speak up too and take control of your pleasure. Just make sure that you do it in a way that doesn't criticize. So, for example, saying something like, that's good. If you move to the left, I would love it even more. Oh, yes, that's it when they do it. So um, be sure to check out more tips like this because I have my new oral sex series for couples at oralsexforcouples.com. You can also check out redhottouch.com. That's my erotic massage video. Um, if you want to see some of the stuff, you know, like hand and mouth combinations and just ways to use your hands and your mouth on your partner's genitals. Okay, D-Love, now I'm checking in with you. Well, I've got two ways to answer. I've got the today, right now answer, and then you've got the more, like, crazy sexy, fantasy, nutty answers. Okay, I want to hear both. <laughs> the today answer is pretty boring. It's really like I just want cuddling, massage, um, resting, and being connected. Um, that's what I want today, and I need some filling of the well. Who wants the, so excited? Uh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> the um, other version would be some version of my sort of kinky sex freak, which is like bondage, um, maybe at least three, four, maybe five people involved in the scenario, um, majority female, like if it's five people, I want three women, um, or three people, I want two women, and uh, I really, I, I definitely want to explore the world of bondage more. Um, from both both sides, being awesome. being the top and being the bottom. So D Love, he knows what he wants, and I'm really glad that you did. You read what I wanted today? Yes, I did. Okay, so are you just saying that because that's what I wanted? 
No, no, you know that like I'm all like rah, 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 today with all the work <laughs> that I'm managing. How are you today, do love? I'm rah, 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 rah. <laughs> that sounds like your monkey mind. Yeah, monkey mind. I feel it all in my back and my bones, and I'm just like, I just want to sit around and watch movies and go out and relax and hang in and relax in bed. And mm. yeah, well, I'm glad to be home after our craziness of traveling for the last two weeks, and I'm really looking forward to our intimacy time today. Even if I feel a little crummy, I've been actually sick in bed for two days. You but- have. So, so what the sex that I want today is some massage, some intimate touch, and some cuddling for this afternoon session. So I'm so glad that you're on the same page. Yeah, but our audience is all like bored, you know, they're like yawning, going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have to let everybody out there know that sometimes cuddling and massage is like the best sex ever. Just because the penis isn't inside the vagina doesn't mean that it's not sex. You also never know what it's going to lead to. It's true, because once we start, like, relaxing and being all naked and cuddling with one another, then, you know, we get relaxed and then we start getting turned on. Exactly. Almost always seems to happen. I know, because you're you're kind of one of those people who you have to kind of sink into it first. Yes. i got to down-regulate from whatever craziness is going on in my head. Yeah. Yeah. So I also want to remind everybody out there that they can get my new favorite lube at alocadabra.com. And, um, you know, we've we've been using this, be love, and I think we're almost out. We have to resupply our love loft. No, really? Yeah. Almost out. That's crazy. And I've almost sold out, too. So we have to make sure that we're um, replenishing the the New World Sex Education stock as well. So we have to replenish the stock around here because it's flying off the shelves. That is a product that is selling well. I know. It's awesome and very exciting since I love it so much. So um, you can go to their site, allocadabra.com, since I'm almost out of it, <laughs> and use coupon code JAYA, that's J-A-I-Y-A, for 20% off. And shipping is free when you buy three. So they have three different flavors. They have the Tahitian vanilla and the French lavender and their um, aloe, natural aloe. So you can use, you can get all three and try all the three different kinds. And you can, I call them flavors, but they're also like really awesome scents. Um, and you, if you're in Southern California, you can go to Whole Foods and get them. So that's awesome. And put it on your salad. <laughs> and put it on your salad. <laughs> I don't know if I want my lube on my salad. Well, it's 95% organic. There's a little bit of, um, uh, what, non-organic preservative or something yes well when we return we're going to come back with dr tammy nelson and we're going to just pat her ears off about how we can get the sex that we want so be sure to listen in for more sex to Jaya when we return Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe Kadabra. Feel the magic happen. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and wellness network are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night jaya world-renowned sexologist has created the ultimate educational experience for couples oral sex for couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series guys 
or in hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned in to sex with jaya to ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 feeling shy send an email to jaya at missjaya.com that's j-a-i-y-a at missjaya.com now back to sex with jaya Today we're talking about how you can get the sex that you've always wanted. And my guest is Dr. Tammy Nelson. She's here to share her secrets to success. Hey, Tammy, how are you? I'm great, thanks. Thanks for having me. No problem. And D-Love, you're still on the line with us? I am here. Okay. Because, uh, you know, we're talking about the sex that you want. And you have, you have a, D-Love has a long-term goal. So I think, I think we can manage to give both of us the sex that we want tonight, today. <laughs> yeah. Our cuddling that, that one's easily manageable. <laughs> so, Dr. Tammy, can you tell us just a little bit about, about your background and how you came to write your book, Getting the Sex That You Want? Well, sure. I am a, um, a sexologist, and, but I'm also a couples counselor, which is what I did prior to becoming a sex therapist. And I worked with couples for, for a long time, many, many years. And unfortunately, in you know the training for couples therapy and counseling, they really don't teach you, ironically, anything about sex <laughs> and working with couples on sex. And it was really kind of frustrating. And so I um, took sort of a, a really, what I think is a great um, school of couples therapy, which is called Imago Therapy, and a great book and um, uh, on Imago Therapy called Getting the Love You Want, which is written by Harville Hendricks. It's sort of a best-selling book by now all over the world, translated in many, many languages. And I took the theories that I had learned over my training of many years doing that kind of great couples therapy, and I integrated my sex therapy training um, into that couples therapy and to teach couples really how to talk about sex and how to really begin to explore the ways that they could uh, change their sex life because what I found is that if you change your sex life, your whole relationship changes. It's not really the other way around. I think there's sort of this illusion that if you change your relationship, your sex life will will take care of itself, and it really doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always find it interesting because I also work with a lot of couples who are in therapy and that their therapists, they don't address the sex, mm-hmm. and it's just fascinating to me. So I'm run on par with you with that one. Yeah. So what do you think is one of the biggest mistakes that couples make when it comes to their sexual lives? Well, I mean, I think there's a couple. I think one of the biggest myths is what we just mentioned, that, you know, if you work on your, your companionship, that your sex life will take care of itself. And part, on par with that is that your desire should be spontaneous. And particularly if you're in a long-term committed relationship, you know, that you should just desire your partner all the time and that you should be aroused constantly. And I think if you've been together for a long time, if you have kids, if you have a job, if you have a home, you know, it's, it's not as likely over, you know, a long-term relationship after 10, 15, 20, 25 years that you're going to come home and sweep the dishes off the table and say, take me now, mm-hmm. like you did in the beginning. And so... It really does take work on that erotic piece of the, of the relationship in order to keep that desire flowing, and that you have to be aroused first in order to feel desire. 
So I think, you know, couples feel like there's something wrong with them, that they don't feel constant desire for each other. So they feel like, well, there must be something wrong with me, or there must be something wrong with my partner, or there must be something wrong with our relationship. So we actually have to cultivate desire. It's not just something that like, oh, we're turned on all the time, and we're, we're hot for each other all the time. We actually have to cultivate that arousal, that arousal and that eroticism with one another. And then, you know, I don't know if you've read Doug Brown's book. He has a book called um, Just Do It. And it's about a couple who had sex for 101 days straight. And one of the surprising things they found is, like, even when they weren't in the mood and they were exhausted and kids and all that stuff, that if they sat and they started kissing or they started petting, that the arousal would come eventually. Yeah. And I love that idea. Yeah. And so, so um, you know, Dee Love and I were talking earlier about how do you even know what you want when it comes to sex? Like, mm-hmm. what are some of the people things that people can do? I think first step is just kind of, discovering what it is that you want before you can ask for what you want. So what are some ways that people can uncover what it is that they want in the bedroom? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good question because I think a lot of people, um, you would think that the longer you're together, the more safe you are with your partner, the more you would explore your fantasies and sort of dig deeper into your, your inner erotic self. But it sort of works the opposite direction is that, you know, the safer you are with someone in a long-term relationship, there's sort of a tendency to uh, to do what I call, which is sort of stay in that maintenance sex place, mm-hmm. because it feels safe. It feels uh, like, okay, I know you, you know me, we know how to push each other's buttons, we know what, what turns each other on, and if we press the, you know, the edges, if we really reach out and, and try new things, then it might threaten what we have. You might wonder, okay, where'd you learn that? I might think, you know, boy, who have you been, you know, learning this stuff from and where have you been finding this out? And and does this mean you haven't been happy with what we've been doing? So sometimes exploring fantasies, you know, if if they don't listen to shows like yours or if they don't read books, you know, if they're not comfortable learning how to talk about their fantasies, they might sort of keep them to themselves or even compartmentalize them in, in like a little box deep within. And... So learning how to explore what their fantasies are might include things like watching movies together, um, reading erotica together. Um, There's a list in my book of fantasies that you can sort of check off the things that turn you on, and then you can share them with your partner. And it never ceases to amaze me that people are surprised by the things that might be a turn-on for their partner. And let me just add the caveat that even when you share your fantasies with your partner, uh, you don't necessarily ever need to take them into action. And I think if you know that going into the conversation, it's a little safer to begin to talk about some of the things that might turn you on because then you're not worried that we're actually going to have to, you know, run to the hardware store and <laughs> buy the stuff today. You love, you're already at the hardware store. And my mind went right there. <laughs> some chains, some uh, clips, some some S-hooks. Got me very excited. <laughs> He's planning out his erotic uh, desires already. Um, um, you know, and I love some of the things you said in there. I, I'm really a fan of Esther Perel's work, and she talks also about how you know the safer we get in relationships, sometimes that that doesn't necessarily cultivate that hot erotic sex that we have um, when we when we feel safe. Um, uh, and the closer and the intimacy and all that stuff can sometimes be a damper. So one of the things I like to say is cultivating mystery and um, perceived obstacles can sometimes create that foundation for really um, hot, alive sexuality and relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was another question that came out that when you were talking about fantasy. And I think, too, you know, being able to go to our partner, even to have the discussion around what our fantasies are, and that surprise of, oh, that actually turned you on. I find you know, even couples who are like have been married for 20 years, when they have that, like, wow, like they've never, ever even talked about these things. So I think it's great that um, your work is starting to bring out that conversation. So people, know, let's say they know what they want. Like D-Love, he knows that what he wants is to explore his bondage fantasy. He's already at the hardware store. <laughs> He's getting his stuff. But then how does he enroll his partner? So me, I'm his partner. I'm already on board. I'm easy. But, but what if, you know, how, how can people communicate it and ask for what they want once they know it? 
Mm-hmm. Well, part of it is um, the beginning is sort of what I call the erotic curiosity spectrum. Like we have a whole spectrum of fantasy. One, on one side are the things that we're curious about, like we wonder what it would be like you know, to tie up our partner or to be tied up. And we might think about it, but it may not have a big charge. Like for D-Love, it has a charge. For other people, it might, they might be curious about it, but it might not be a big, a big fantasy. For other people, the fantasies might be things they use during masturbation or during sex with their partner, and they might, they might share them or they might not. And then for other, on the other end of the spectrum are things you actually take into action, that you share with your partner. You say, you know, this one I really, I really want to do this someday. And in order to sort of get your partner on board from being curious about your fantasy to actually taking it into action, they have to have what I call sexual empathy. You know, they have to have empathy and understand why that's so hot for you. So even if your partner doesn't really get turned on by your fantasy, if they start to understand why it turns you on, it usually begins to make sense to them. So even if it's like, okay, knowing you the way I know you, it makes sense that that would turn you on. Then I can get on board with it because I want to please you. I want to give you pleasure. I want you to experience something that's exciting for you. And there may be a piece in that that's exciting for me. But until I can have empathy for for you, for understanding, like, why that's so hot for you, I'm probably not going to be as on board taking that into action. Hmm. That ties really in important. with the nonviolent communication um, Dialogue. You're familiar with nonviolent communication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that the just like um, in, if it if it uh, comes in the other fashion, then it's an imposition, and that can create a distance, a schism between the two people communicating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. D Love, I now I now I have to have you explore. We're about to go to a break, but I want you to explore what it is, so that I can be an empathy. <laughs> with you. You're already in empathy. I am, but let's <laughs> pretend that I'm not. <laughs> For our listeners' sake. Um, if, if, you know, you could get to the point of like, well, why does being tied up, why is that such a turn on? It's not just being tied up for you, though. It's both. You said both, both. giving and receiving. So, yes. you know, I'm, so here's the real resistance. Like, I'm more resistant to being tied up. Mm. So okay. I want to know when we get back from break, so I can have empathy, why is that such a turn on for you? More Sex Vajaya when we return. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. 
Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe cadabra. Feel the magic happen. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. We love you had a question for Dr. Tammy. So go ahead. And everybody, I want you to go to Dr. Tammy's website, of course, drtammynelson.com, and you can check out her book. Actually, I was on Amazon earlier, and you can read little expert, excerpts um, from her book on, on Amazon. So check that out on amazon.com, and the book is Getting the Sex That You Want. So D-Love, go ahead and ask. Well, in the first segment, you were talking about how you have some lists and some um, ideas that partners could throw back and forth about what what their fantasies might be or some sexual uh, experiments that they might like to try or things that they might want to mess with. And um, th- that really taps in with some of the stuff that Jaya and I do. And I was just curious what you, what uh, some of the benefits that you think of having, taking it with that approach would be. Yeah, thanks. I I really think it's beneficial first because it gives people a language to to talk about their fantasies. Sometimes you might have an idea what turns you on, but you really don't know even how to say it. And second, it gives your partner this really exciting window into your erotic self. And most people are just fascinated when they hear some of the things that are a turn-on for you that you may not think of as a fantasy, but that might be hot for you. You might not even want to take them into action, but it might turn you on. And that gives your partner a real sense of who you are um, erotically inside. And the third part is, is that it helps you discover what your fantasies are. You may not even realize sort of where your fantasies run. Are they more submissive? Are they more dominant? Are they more auditory? Do you like the way things feel? Are you more sensual? It gives you real clues into what you were asking before. How do you figure out what your fantasies are? So I think it's great. And people can find those lists in your book. Absolutely, yeah. Great. And do you think uh, do you think that there's a place that's uh, that that they should uh, get into these conversations in the bedroom, or should they be in a more neutral place that's not sexually charged? I think it's great to do it outside of the bedroom, so that each of you, you know, takes your own list, goes through, marks off the things that turns you on, and then you have a date where you uh, sit down outside of the bedroom again, and you go through your list. Or you have a date in the bedroom, but before you're having sex, before you're naked, you go through the list because it's a great way to increase that erotic energy between you hmm. um, outside of the bedroom. You know, it's another way to anticipate what could what could happen as a result. So it's a wonderful way to build that energy between you. So, D Love, I'm going to put you back on the spot now. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of building our erotic energy between us, if we use the radio show to build our erotic energy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what turns you on about uh, giving and receiving playful restraint, as I call it, or bondage. Um, well, the one the area that you said is actually harder for you to have the empathetic response um, is being submissive and me being on the dominant side. <laughs> um, and... Uh, it's interesting. I think the parts that I feel nervous about revealing that I think are part of that um, fantasy is the um, there's been a long-standing relationship from early um, girly magazines to porn of the that kind of animalistic um, uh, dominant um, approach to sexuality and a a desire to be able to indulge 
the um, objectification of my erotic attraction. So, and it, that's a nervous place for me to go because I also want tenderness and love and none of it serious. Like, I don't really want to cause harm to anybody, but there is that, like, animalistic, desirous, um, really intense erotic energy where I want to play with being in total control and having um, having my way. So, so Tammy, where would you go with that? So if I'm, I'm going to put myself in the shoes of not me, but if I'm somebody listening to that, I might judge that and say, mm-hmm. oh, but that's wrong if he's objectifying me and mm-hmm. being animal, you know, mm-hmm. how might I find empathy in that? Well, the first thing I would ask you is, as his partner, what part of that makes sense to you, that he might feel those feelings? And well, knowing, knowing him the way you know him, what part of that... Um, you know, makes sense that that would turn him on. You don't have to agree to it, and you don't have to say, okay, let's go, or you don't even have to, to you know, believe that that turns you on. But knowing him, what part of that makes sense to you? I think it's the primal part, you know, like that primal man, like conquer, get it, like made it, <laughs> that part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that would... part is hot. Like for me, that part is hot. There's something like really erotically charging about like being taken. Okay, so that part would turn you on as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what do you imagine that he would feel if he were able to act that out? He would feel very aroused. He would feel very aroused. And powerful. And powerful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, is, and then I would ask you, you know, what part of, you know, seeing him aroused and powerful would turn you on? Well, an aroused, powerful man is a turn-on. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty hot, right? It's pretty hot. Yeah, and that makes sense because a man, like, in his power and in his sexual power is a very is a very um, sexy thing, but the, the other piece that's important is that you've given him permission to do it. And so, you know, the important piece is that within... You know, within that uh, container that you've provided, you know, first you give permission and then he's able to act that fantasy out. And there's something really powerful about the two of you playing out those roles within, you know, the, the boundary of permission, but still being able, you know, to take you and to feel taken. There's something very um, sexual about that and erotic that you can play out, knowing, of course, that you could stop it at any time and yet still being able to um, to take control and also to, you know, to, to remind you that he can um, uh, take you out of your mood, take you out of where you are now, take you out of feeling the way you feel, make you feel something else. That's a very powerful feeling as well. Mm. Awesome. I'm convinced. Do you love him in? <laughs> and as a side note to anybody about to jump into trying bondage at home, please take a minute to learn safe communication because you don't want to injure your partners. Right. Yeah. No, right. Know your words. Like no, you, red means stop, yellow means pause, green means right. go. So. And if you've got a gag in the mouth and they can't speak, they've got to have something, some hand signal or something that they're holding in their hand that they can drop and that means they're done, and you got to get them released immediately. Yeah. So, but that's another show. Yeah, that is. We've, d- we've done that show. You can listen to the archive. <laughs> yes. Right. And there's more information about that in my book as well. Oh, uh, awesome. Cool. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. So you can also refer to Dr. Tammy's book. Uh, we're talking to Dr. Tammy Nelson. You can go to her website, drtammynelson.com. So I also want to ask you if you have any, like, really juicy secrets to getting what you want sexually. And I think that these next three questions, and we're about to go to a break, so we'll, we'll start and then I'll let you know when we're going to break, but um, sort of tie into that. So there's a question I have from a listener. Someone wrote to me, and I get this all the time, Tammy, where people write to me on Facebook or my emails, and they're like, Jaya, you're so open when it comes to your sexuality and so, like, it's so freeing. But my partner is totally shut down. So I have a question from someone how do I get my wife to be more open sexually? How do I get her to overcome her shame around sex? 
Mm-hmm. And then I also had the question, like, what advice do you have for couples who seem like they're just on different pages when it comes to their sexual preferences? And we've, we've kind of been playing with that a little bit. But so all these kind of tie in together is what's the secret to getting what you want sexually, but also how do we get our partner to open up to what we want? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to address this before we go to break now? Yeah, there was so much in there. I just threw out like okay. 10 different questions <laughs> and like okay. a whole topic of conversation. But <laughs> let's just start with, um, you know, the question from the listener, like how does he get his wife to be more open sexually? Mm-hmm. How do I get her to overcome her shame around sex? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you the secret to getting more of what you want in everything and that's appreciation. Mm. So you always get more of what you appreciate. Um, you'll always shut people down when you criticize or complain about what you're not getting. <laughs> and so the secret to getting more of what you want is to appreciate. So um, I do um, this with every couple that I see, is I have them do a dialogue with each other where it starts with, you know, one thing I really appreciate about sex with you is, and then they mirror that back. Because when you begin to focus on what is working, you will get more of that. Hmm. And then the next part of that is, you know, one thing we're already doing that I would like more of, because the next part of getting what you want is to expand on something that you really like. So instead of saying, you know, we never have enough sex and it's not kinky enough, you can say, you know what, one thing that we did in the past was, you know, you tied me up with silk scarves that night when we were on vacation, and I love that. I would love to do more of that. Now, notice when I say that, my partner only mirrors that back and says, so you really love that night that I tied you up with silk scarves. That was really great for you. Now, they don't have to agree to it. They don't have to talk about how that turned them on, but you know, mirroring it back and, and showing some empathy, you know, that, that was really hot for you. I remember that really turned you on, and it makes sense because that was a really sexy night. That's empathy, and that's expanding on something that's already working. And then, and only then, do you go into, and one thing I would really like to try, because uh, people have to sort of soften their frontal lobe, if you will, like their brain has to stop uh, that natural defensive mode that happens when somebody comes at you and says, you're doing something wrong. Mm. You're not giving me something I want. Or, you know, when when you feel criticized, you automatically get defensive. So... If your partner is saying, you know, you need to change the way you have sex with me, you need to open up more, you need to expand your horizons, you need to share your fantasies, if you feel criticized, you're going to shut down. You're not going to get more open. Mm. See, love, I think we should practice that. Mm. (laughs) I I have that worksheet, and I can send that to you, and you can also get that in my book, but I'm happy to send you those exact words that you can practice with each other. Awesome. When we get back, we're going to talk more about this. How do we get our partner to be more open to the things we want when it comes to sex? More Sex with Jai when we return. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is allocadabra. The first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe Kadabra. Feel the magic happen. Now there's a new destination for video content. VoiceAmerica.tv. Just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7. VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. 
all the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. We're talking about getting the sex that you want with Dr. Tammy Nelson. You can go to her website, drtammynelson.com. You can also find her book on amazon.com and check out a little preview of the book there. Um, and, Dr. Tammy, do you have any um, website, uh, workshops, webinars? I know you do some teleseminars. Anything coming up in the future? You know, I do. I have a lot of teleclasses that people can take online and on the phone. I also have... Some couples workshops. I have one coming up in Mexico in March, which I can't wait for because that's going to be great. Um, what's better than a couples retreat on a beautiful island? <laughs> mm. um, but I also have, um, di- you know, different things that people can come for weekends. And if they can't come for a workshop, I do intensive. So that means you can come to me um, any day or any weekend that we can work out in your schedule for as many hours as we can you know, figure out that is necessary for you, and we sort of uh, gear it towards your needs. So you can contact me through my website, and we can talk about what might work for you. Awesome. So, D-Love. Yes? I appreciate that you're so open and honest with me. Hmm. How can I give you more of that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was just practicing. (laughs) So, Dr. Tammy, what advice do you have couples who seem like for couples who seem like they're on a di- on a just totally different pages when it comes to sexual preference or libido? You know, this is another thing that I see a lot in my practice. Is usually it's you know, oh, I want to have sex all the time, and my partner doesn't want to have sex, and how you know that I would say that's what I would want in long term. I would say I just want more sex. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, you know, there's a couple different things that happen when people have, um, you know, a desire discrepancy. I want to find out more about what they mean. Does that mean that one person wants to be closer to the other and the other person is too tired? Does that mean you actually want a different type of sex? Does that mean that one person, like, physically has something going on hormonally and, you know, with their the chemicals in their body that need to be checked out, or does it mean that one person has decided, you know, the sex isn't that great and it's not really worth it for them and they don't know how to change it, Mm. so they sort of shut down? Or does one person, you know, have some sexual dysfunction, like they're having erection problems and they just don't want to let their partner know or they don't want to try because they feel like every time they try they feel bad about themselves? Or, you know, is one one part of the, the, the partnership, you know, not having an orgasm and so... It feels sort of like a waste of time. You know, there could be so many reasons for desire discrepancy. And a lot of times, if you work on how to have the sex that you really want, then the partner who has um, the least amount of desire will sometimes want more sex. And sometimes, you know, people shut down because of resentment, because there's no emotional connection. And it can be hard to climb over that mountain of resentment in the middle of the bed and reconnect with your partner. Yeah, I would say that that's the biggest thing for my new mom because I have the postpartum sexuality program, and I think the biggest thing is they just feel so much resentment towards their partner because, you know, they're not getting enough help at home or the partner, their, their partner resents the baby. You know, there's just like all this resentment that gets built up between new parents. And yeah. um, I'd say that's probably the number one reason why so many new moms don't have a lot of libido besides hormones and a lot of other stuff, but exhaustion. Yeah. But yeah. Really that resentment. So what are some of the ways that you suggest? I, I would go back to your appreciation exercise. Well, absolutely. That definitely helps. And also, you know, if, you, if it's really a matter of people having different sexual preferences, like I want this and you want something different, um, you know, people's fantasies usually fall on one side of the fence or the other. Usually most of your fantasies are about being dominated or about someone else being in control or they're about you being in charge. 
and someone else being submissive. And, you know, maybe you have fantasies of both, of course, but usually they fall on one side or the other. And for particularly for people that are in control most of their lives and they have businesses and they have homes and they have, you know, they're in charge of things out in the world, sometimes they like to not be in charge in bed. And so sometimes it can be confusing, you know, to understand what someone's sexual preferences or fantasies might be. Sometimes when two people both want to be submissive, there can be a shutdown in the relationship because each one is waiting for the other one to initiate and be dominant and take over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if two people, you know, are both have dominant fantasies, sometimes they can take turns and they can act out, and they usually have a little bit more sort of sexual energy and tension going on, and there's a lot of a lot of fantasies acted out. But a lot of times, if you can figure out where your fantasies lie on either side, and you can begin to talk about them, a lot of those preferences can be worked through. It's sort of understanding each other's erotic language. And again, it goes back to the beginning, which is about you know communicating your sexual um, fantasies and talk, beginning to be able to talk about sex. Talking about sex is the number one way that couples get turned on. Mm. And it's the number one way that couples begin to feel connected again. And for, for women in particular, like those new moms, they need to feel emotionally connected in order to have sex. And so beginning the conversation about sex and about the relationship is the is the way back in. Yeah, we say for women it's through their ears. That's dirty. That's dirty. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dr. Tammy, it has been such a pleasure to have you on the show. And I know I have learned a lot from you, and I look forward to diving into your book. Oh. And everybody who's listening, you can go to drtammynelson.com to find out more information about Dr. Tammy Nelson. And you know what? I may be on your course with Gina Ogden, so oh, I'm okay. seriously considering taking that, that course with you guys. Oh, that's terrific. Um, and I have one also with Esther Perel, and there's one with Joe Court. And you can join those classes anytime because you also get the recording. So please feel free. Awesome, awesome, awesome. It's been such a pleasure, and I hope that everyone listening out there has really benefited and you know what? I think that I'm actually gonna I'm gonna start implementing the um, appreciation model that you talked about right away in D Love and I's relationship, as as we continue our uh, way of relating and our sexuality out there in the public. We're always talking about our sex life. So, <laughs> D Love, whether or not you, I think sometimes you're a little shy about it. <laughs> but, um, but as we do this, I, you know, I want to report. I want to report how this affects our relationship and just appreciating one another more, and uh, especially in our sex life. So thank you so much, Dr. Tammy, for that piece. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. And I want to hear how that, that works for you guys. I will let you know for sure. Okay, cool. I've had such a great time on Sex with Jaya. I hope you have, too. Thank you so much to my guest, Dr. Tammy Nelson, for being on the show. Be sure to check out her website, drtammynelson.com. And be sure to join us next week where you can experience more Sex with Jaya. Have a pleasure-filled weekend. I've enjoyed Sex with Jaya. Have you? I've enjoyed Sex with Jaya. <laughs> it was great for me. <laughs> you have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Aloe Cadabra. Aloe Cadabra is 95% organic aloe vera. Visit www.allocadabra.com today.